The Get Better podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The opinions expressed are those of the participants. Please remember to gamble responsibly. podcast October 22nd uh I'm Luke Boone here with my co-host Troy Gubb Gubber how you doing buddy good buddy good uh fun week last week with the profs excited for this week yeah yeah this week's gonna be a little bit different we're gonna focus on uh over unders or uh totals uh totals also. as they say in Quebec yes totals <laughs> yeah exactly so uh but last week let's just touch a little bit on on last week because we had a we had four picks in there. We ended up hitting fifty percent, uh, and actually we made our first debut on uh, on on the talk TikTok uh, for all you young folks out there um, on on the talk. And unfortunate for us, <laughs> the two picks that we did post uh, didn't really pan out. Yeah, we totally lost respect from the millennials. Uh, I don't know how we're gonna recover. But uh, let's start with some over-unders. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you look at what we picked, like James Robinson, what a dead performance. 23 yards. Yeah. Um, just just uncanny how much he missed by. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a, a tough one, too, because I was big on Kirk Cousins. It's funny, when I look at those picks, the, uh, you know, I, I, for me, Kirk Cousins was more of my lock pick than the, uh, the Derrick Henry. But that said, um, Henry blew it out of the water, and uh, and Cousins, who hadn't thrown for 260 yards all season, went on a tear and threw for 300, so uh, over 300. So, uh, yeah, a bit of an unfortunate week, but we were 50%. We'll take that. That's a good yeah, start. Like ben Roethlisberger, like, what a gem. What a gem for me last week. Everything I thought would happen happened. He was on the under. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh looks good. Pittsburgh looks really good. Um. So, uh, anyways, that that was uh, that was last week. Onward and upward, fifty percent. I think it's a good starting point. Uh, hopefully, we continue to go up from there. All right. So this week, as I mentioned, we are going to talk uh, overs and unders, or uh, totals, as they call it. I guess real quickly, let's just for again, if this is new to anybody that is joining us and is learning about betting. So this week, we're talking about over unders, and and when we're talking about over unders, we're actually talking about the game totals. Um, one of the things you'll notice when you're looking at the lines is they always kind of start at a minus 110. Um, the way the sports book look at this, they have two options. You know, they can start to adjust the lines or they can start to adjust the odds. So you might see something that starts at a 45.5 over under for that game total, but then starts to creep up to like a 46.5. That puts a lot of risk on the sports book because if, for instance, that number does hit a 46, then they're paying out on both sides of that. So to mitigate the risk, what you'll start to see is that the odds change. Mm -hmm. So you'll see them at that starting point of 110. You'll start to see one creep down to 105. And what what that tells you is that more people are betting that over, and the sportsbook is trying to offset that by enticing you to bet that under. Yeah, those sneaky sportsbooks. They, uh, they're, they're always trying to sway you one way or another, obviously. So, yeah, that's something you, you will notice and something to keep an eye out for. 
and again, like I think we talked about it last week too, shop around different sports books because you'll get different odds and different things that you'll see. Sure. Um, and a lot of that is based on what's happening with that individual sports book, right? Like where those odds are being swayed with that book and, and how they want you to, uh, to start to bet. So again, always good to shop around and look at, look at different books to figure out sort of um, where, you can, uh, where you can cash out uh, with the best odds. So um, this season, let's just let's take a step back and look at this season, I guess, first and foremost, uh, with regards to the over-under totals. And again, we're talking about combined score, both teams over-under. The start of this year, the over went crazy. Like it crazy. just it was hitting like I, I don't I, I don't have the stat in terms of fifty percent of the time. Again, we don't have a stat guy. If you're looking, we need one. Uh, if you're means, looking for employment, give, <laughs> give us a shout. We do. We'd love to have a stat guy. Um, but the the over um, teams are just scoring at an insanely rapid rate off the uh, off the start of the season. I think there's a lot of there's a couple things that you can you can key on on as to why that might be. One with COVID, obviously. Preseason became a bit of an issue. Uh, it was kind of a weird preseason for teams. They weren't all able to practice together. There were smaller groups. So there wasn't, you know, your typical preseason where guys get to go out and work out the kinks and there weren't, there weren't any preseason games. We're basically just jumping into the season. So defenses really didn't have a, have a lot of opportunity to mesh together and, and guys are coming off the offseason. So, you know, you could kind of anticipate scores to be high, right? Like teams aren't really... Uh, operating sure. at, yeah. at full efficiency, certainly from a uh, defensive perspective. And then I think the other piece pen- potentially to that, and I'd like to get your perspective on that, is the fact that there's no 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 crowd, right? Nothing. So noise, right, is always yeah. a big factor when you're when you're at home, right? So um, yeah. that plays a little. Offense, bit yeah, offenses were were fine. It didn't matter, right? That you know they they were doing things they would never be able to do on the road. You know, you you can't do accounts like that on the road like it, everything was different for for offenses on the road so much more beneficial to them than ever before so up front it, the 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 over is hitting um a, a ton at the beginning of for the sure. season yeah. um and now we're kind of getting into we're getting into week seven now week six obviously you saw a decline like Big week six the numbers were down uh I, what was the number again for a percentage i, I think of, it was i i think it, there was under, about, i think there was like 11 games last week that hit the under yeah. something something to mm-hmm. that effect i can't remember what the totals yeah. were um but that was certainly in terms of um you know combined totals across the week that was the most that we saw the under hit so teams obviously are playing much more and they're they're getting a better feel for things and their defense is starting to mesh together and they're getting into a proper rhythm right for sure. Yeah. Do you find yourself as more of a an over guy or an under guy? Here's here's the funny thing about betting overs and unders is you're it's kind of you're not really cheering for one team or another. You're not really cheering for one player or another like you do when you bet props. You're betting the money line. You're betting the spread. You either want the, you either want both teams to do really really well and it to be an absolute blowout, or you want it to be a brutal, boring um, <laughs> defensive dog game. Yeah. Like you just and and it's it's kind of. I don't know. It's it's funny that way. Like for me, I I don't know. I, I probably tend to lean a little bit more to the under, um, but I'll, I'll look closely at those numbers um, and 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 identify sort of. If I really think that that there's a chance they 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 might hit the over. I mean, it's tough for me. I I actually don't bet a lot of over under. I know you're a big uh, over under better, right? Like what's your, big what's your theory over under. What, what so you, like. I am like I would say I, I love the risk factor of a lot of things, but where I don't is with over unders. I become cowardly, cowardly <laughs> when it comes to the over under. I bet unders 
like there's no tomorrow. Uh, you know, I, I have a theory on the what I call I like to call the double under, where mm-hmm. you bet the first half under, and then uh, if you win that bet, you walk away. But if you lose that bet, you bet it live in the second half, and you under, double down, and double down, and uh, it tends to pay off. It's it's rare you lose the triple bet, and I I, I, lo- I have never done the stats on it. I've had a ton of success during March Madness that one day we'll get to and yeah. and talk a little bit about that, but. Uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a big time under guy. I'm always kind of looking for the under. Yeah, I I, I rode your coat. Your, I, I jumped on your coattails there. The one March Madness in regards to that and uh, panned out pretty well. Uh, so we'll have to see this year. I don't know what March Madness is even going to look like, but it'd be oh, fun man. to test that theory yeah. again. I'd love. To oh do that. yeah, that can be fun to do for sure. So um, so again, we talked a little bit about this season, what it looks like. Current, uh, I guess, it, from a stats perspective, if we're again going to jump into a little bit of stats here. But uh, this season, of the of the total, I guess it's roughly 90 games have been been played uh, so far to date. Um, 47 have hit the over, so it's still leaning a little bit towards the over at 52.3 percent and 43 on the under, so about 47 percent, 47.8 percent have hit the under. Uh, I think we probably could start to see a little bit more of an even balance, maybe the under start sure. to, to slide a little bit more um, on, on the higher end there. So. Uh, something to keep track of, but um, but yeah, we're going to talk uh, and give you guys our thoughts on a couple games here um, that we've got lined up. We'll make some picks and we'll see yeah. how they pan out. Do you want to jump? Let's into do that? it. So uh, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll we'll go with three picks uh, yes. today. Um, we're kind of looking at two games. Uh, where we're going to start is uh, the Carolina Panthers and New Orleans Saints. Yeah. What are you thinking, Luke? Where where one. where are you headed here? So um, let's let's first look at this. We're on sports interactions, um, and the uh, the total here, the over under, is set at fifty one. Uh, and quite, and when we're looking at the odds right now, both are sitting at minus one ten. Not a lot of movement there, so it's probably looking relatively even betting in, on this particular book with regards to this game. Uh, for me, on this one, um, I, I I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna take the over on this one. I'm gonna give you a little sense as to why. Um, for me in particular, uh, I've looked at it. New Orleans, in all five games that they've played, the over is hit 100% of the time. And it's hit um, handsomely. We're talking exceeding approximately on average 10 points roughly um, if, if, my, uh, if my stack guy doesn't fail me on this one. So uh, I, I tend to think, um, you know, with regards to that, ride that trend. Um, I like that trend. I think New Orleans can put up some points against Carolina. The only thing that worries me maybe a little bit about the Panthers is, uh, and we saw it last week when they played the Bears, that Bears defense slowed them, grinded them right down to a halt. Um, and I think the New Orleans defense could potentially do that, although they put up some big numbers against some, some, some decent teams. So uh, we'll, we'll have to see how that, how that plays out. But for me, Carolina's been in, in, um, in most games, uh, and I think they're averaging roughly around 21 points a game. Uh, and, um, and, uh, and, and certainly New Orleans is, is higher than that. I think they're in around like 26, 28 points a game roughly. So uh, at 51, I like the over here. Uh, for me, I, I think, yes, Drew B's maybe a little bit older now, maybe not having the same uh, level of efficiency, but at the same time, I, I think that um, Carolina can, can keep it somewhat close, but I do anticipate New Orleans to score a bunch of points. I'm going to take the over on this one at 51. For sure, and you know, of course, uh, you know me, Doctor Under here, 
I got the under. And, and, you know, everything does seem to play into the fact that you should take the over, um, except for a couple things. So, first of all, Odd Shark is showing that. What is, what's the bet at right now? Is it 70% of people are taking the over here? Yeah, good point. I'll pull that up right yeah. now. Um, but, yeah, 72% are leaning 72, on the yeah. over right now. So that that's pretty heavy to me. And to me, when I see something like that, that should get that line moving. So those odds I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. the fact that the odds haven't changed is a flag for me. Like that tells me that there's something I'm missing. You know, why isn't why aren't I seeing, you know, the the, the odds start to drop on that over. So what it tells me is that they like what they're getting on this under. They think that the under is going to happen and they don't want to necessarily um, pr- lose some profits on that. Um, so that's my number one big flag. Number two is, you, you hit on it, is that um, every game so far, New Orleans is putting uh, going over. Um, this is the one for me. It, that streak comes to an end. Uh, I look at the teams that they played this year. You know, uh, Tampa, Vegas, Green Bay. You know, pretty, pretty hefty offenses put a lot. Carolina is not that offense. You know, they're still missing their best player. Uh, New Orleans is still missing their best wide receiver. Uh, I do not see, uh, I don't I don't see Carolina dropping, you know, more than 22 points. And I see this being that, that their defense is good enough to hold around, uh, keep them hanging around. Uh, I see a lot of running in this game. It's going to be a slow it down type of game. Uh, I do not believe there's going to be some type of shootout. So definitely relying on the under on this one. Really like this bet. All right, so uh, agree to disagree on this one. Maybe, maybe agree a to disagree. Wager. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, uh, maybe a little friendly wager <laughs> on this one between you and I. I take the over, you take the under. We'll see what there happens. There we go. Let's see. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, that's that's that one. Um, next one we're jumping to. I think we had Buffalo and uh, and New York, the Jets. Correct. Uh, and let's pull it up. Let's have a quick peek at it. And I think, why don't you start? Let's give us your POV on this one. So here, well, I think that we can all agree that the Jets are in full-time tank mode. Uh, for <laughs> this team, it is about uh, going getting themselves a franchise quarterback next year. Uh, Lawrence is looking like that guy. I Every win that the Jets get this year, I think Jets fans are going to be screaming. Um, you look at what Miami did to them last year. We can shut them out 24 at nothing. Like, that is terrible. I think the Bills are a little bit better than Miami. You don't hear me say that publicly, uh, but I did. Yeah. Uh, they are a they tad be a bit lot, better. You know how much I disdain the Bills. But... You know, this is, a, <laughs> yeah. I think this is an e- obviously an easy win for the Bills. But these these guys know each other again. So, like, even the way Miami and, and the Jets play each other, and, and these guys play each other earlier this year, they're going to know each other, have a little bit more familiarity with them. Um, but, again, Bills win this game, I think, pretty heftily. But mm-hmm. I don't think the the Jets score more than fourteen points. If they got to seventeen, I'd be surprised. So, uh, yeah. barring some absolute shootout, I, again, I'm sticking with the under here. You got the under, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I'm with you on the under on this one as well. Looking at it right now, the 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 total set at forty five. The over sitting at uh, minus one thirteen versus the under at one oh seven. Yeah, so looking at that, they're obviously trying to draw you to the under at the minus 107. So that's an example there where you can see some movement in the odds and something to, to, to look out for here. Um, 
so interesting enough that obviously with this particular book, a lot of people are are uh, are, are heavy on the over here. So um, from from our perspective, again, I'm I'm with you on the under on this one. The Jets are averaging, I think it's like twelve and a half or twelve point seven points a game. They are horrendous. I agree, they're in full tank mode. It's full fledged nosedive. And uh, in terms of, of Buffalo. Uh, yes, I, I, I think that Buffalo is a better team than Miami, and sorry I'm saying that. Um, but uh, with that said, I, I'm not entirely sold that uh, that we're seeing the same Josh Allen that we saw in the first couple weeks. I think he's probably come back down a little bit to uh, his realistic numbers and potential. I don't think he's as accurate as everyone thinks he is. I heard so many of you Bills fans screaming this kid was elite. As a Fish fan, I was just laughing. I'm like, okay, guys. Okay, yeah, you beat the Jets. Oh, no. Watch him smoke the Jets again and all the hype builds back up. Jeez. Yeah. So Come play off time. We'll see what he's about. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So interesting enough, um, that said, uh, I am looking at uh, team rankings here. And um, Buffalo, the over has hit 80% of the time. And the Jets are hovering around 50%. But still, I just don't see... I just don't see this game getting a 45. I think the Bills win it as well, 100%. Um, yep. But I don't think the Jets score anywhere close to enough points, and I don't think the Bills uh, do enough to, uh, to to put enough on there to, to, to cover the 45. So For sure. I'm with you on the under on this one. Um, okay, well, let's go. A last game uh, for our three kind of ticket parlay. I uh, really like this bet this week. Mm-hmm. We're going to Dallas and the Washington football team. <laughs> so I, if I'm looking at these two two squads right here, first thing that jumps out is obviously uh, Andy Dalton in there. It's not the same with, with uh, Dak on. So uh, that's one factor. That offense is is basically done. They're going to turn much more to a run first offense. Uh, the Washington football team, I believe these guys are also, as they've kind of given up on Haskins, uh, they are also in the market for a quarterback next year. Again, winning isn't necessarily a priority right now. It's really about learning uh, for that team, new coach, getting these guys to, to kind of buy into their system. So, again, I think that um, you know Riviera has always wanted to be a run-first coach. So, again, I, th- I think we see a real slow slobbernogger here. Like, this is going to be a, a, a low-scoring affair. Um, I like that word, slobbernogger. Slobbernogger, yes. Yeah. That's good. That's the, the uh, the over under. <laughs> what, what are we seeing? What are, what's Odd Shark saying? Like, where, yeah. what, where are we so, seeing the bets there? Um, if let's have a quick peek at Odd Shark here, and I'll pull that up while we we look at it. Um, right now, it's it's actually not that bad. Shout out to the unit. About fifty one percent are are leaning right towards there, the yeah. over right now. Yeah, it makes sense with the odds here. So that, that like there's is a slight um, inc- inclination that they want you to to, to bet the over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not heavy, so I mean that this site is kind of in line with what we're seeing on Odd Shark here. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with the people and, and take the under on this one. Yeah, and you know, that's uh, the second game in a row where we're gonna uh, we're gonna side with each other on this one on the under at four, with uh, game total at 46. I, I agree with you, and I looked at this again. I think Washington is a um, not a strong football club. <laughs> They're averaging about 18 points a game, uh, and then for me, I watched that Monday night game with Dallas and it was like it was almost as if Dalton forgot how to play football like it, the first half was embarrassing the second half wasn't much better Arizona ran it down their throat it didn't it didn't look great um, that said I mean Dallas is still averaging roughly 28.8 points a game 
I believe that that average is heavily skewed to when Dak is playing. <laughs> For right? like, sure, absolutely. Yeah, Probably, like yeah, much higher, yeah? Yeah, let's, yeah exactly. So, so let, I think we have to be honest about what Dallas has become with Andy Dalton behind center. Who knows? I might eat my words and he comes back with a bounce-back <laughs> game and goes on an absolute tear, and maybe he will. And good for him if he does. But I just don't see that happening. I don't think Washington puts up enough points there. And uh, I expect Dallas to, or, uh, or Dalton to throw that ball everywhere but in his receiver's hands again on on, uh, on Sunday. And we, can, uh, and we can walk away with the under on that one as well. So I'm with you there. Yeah, this to me screams field goals. Field goals, <laughs> field goals, field goals. Brutal. Cool, man. All right, well, that wraps it up. That's uh, that's it for over-unders. Yeah, so feel free to reach out with any questions that you may have. Uh, you can hit us up at Get Better Sports on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, TikTok. We're there. A couple of cool guys uh, floating around the talk. Love it. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us, and uh, have yourself a great week. We'll see you next week.